Welcome back to another episode of the Open Mat Social Hour. Today is going to be a solo episode with just me. Um, topic of the day. So last week we released an episode with Daisuke, Chris, and I discussing uh, what to look for when you are seeking a physical therapist and rehabbing a jujitsu injury. And some of the things we touched upon was just a physical therapist that is actively training, understands the lifestyle, and has a knowledge of what jujitsu is, what jujitsu demands, and then how to create a plan of getting you from point A to point B. One of the things that I wanted to expand on um, in this episode is the idea of language and um, being able to speak that same language, whether that's physically through movement or positions and also nonverbal. So the language of the jujitsu lifestyle, the language of the jujitsu mentality, the language of the jujitsu culture. I think that is something that's really, really important. But let's go a little bit deeper in terms of why I personally think language is so important and especially in our day and age and in our society where our medical system is not exactly the best, if anything, it's not very good. And we have this epidemic of people who go into doctor's offices and just truly feel dismissed, truly feel unseen, unheard, and kind of just tossed to the side like a number. Uh, when they approach them with any type of concern, where it's a bit ironic because our medical system and our medical providers are supposed to listen to us and are supposed to help us manage these issues. But whatever what happens is because these providers are so burnt out themselves and don't have any work-life balance or any time for themselves to rest, they tend to show up in not the most compassionate sometimes or you know in in the most effective way as they can when approached by a patient so i'm a firm believer that at the end of the day what we really want in life in general outside of anything jujitsu or whatever related is just to be understood and seen and so when we have this epidemic of not feeling like that when we go into doctor's offices there is a sense of trust that's broken. And I'm also a firm believer in the idea that trust can be built, but also trust can be broken. And a lot of that kind of stuff happens over time and over multiple experiences. So for example, if you go seek multiple clinicians or you go seek multiple medical providers and every single time they prove to you over and over again that they cannot actually hear you, they continue to dismiss you, and they have a hard time understanding you. And it's almost like they know better. So just listen. It it's it makes sense why you don't really feel like you can trust the medical system. There's a lot of complexity and nuance to the reason why that happens. But if we just look at the idea of trust, that's what happens over time. So when we're able to start to look closer and look at 
finding a PT who can actually see, understand, and speak your same language, you start to build a little bit of sense of trust that this person can actually put themselves in your shoes and has enough patience and time to really treat you in a way that is relevant to your goals. So going back to kind of how trust is built over time, we acknowledge and understand that a lot of people have been scarred. So at Open Met Physio, one of our biggest pillars is to listen and to show compassion. And as physical therapists, that should be our job um, to be able to listen to you while you tell us about what's been going on and to be able to digest that, to be able to have a discussion with you on that and then to take the time to actually create a plan for you moving forward. And when we're able to have this dialogue that is much more seamless and effortless where you don't feel like you're constantly trying to explain yourself, it makes the process of going through rehab a lot easier um, because then you can we can skip the formalities of stuff and jump straight into, okay, what position were you in when you got injured? Um, um, and then like, you know, the mentality of how a lot of jujitsu athletes really want to get back to training as soon as possible and having that honest discussion of, look, if you really want to get back to training as soon as possible, sometimes we have to go slow in order to go fast. And what that means is you have to take your time and build the foundations up properly because that, in our opinion, is one of the biggest holes that we see with jujitsu athletes and injuries is the lack of foundation creates a lot of weakness or a lot of holes that can be broken into, which cause, which can be a, a leading um, cause of, I guess, risk of injury. So when we take our time, build the foundation, able to um, actually create something that you can start to lay bricks on, that's where we start to see a lot more success. And then at a certain point, when we feel like you're ready, then we will clear you. So being able to speak that same language of we promise you that our goal is to get you back to training, but you just have to trust us that this is um, objectively and in this moment um, the right move. And I think going back to trust, because trust and language are very much intertwined, is that when we have clients come to us, our first objective is to build trust. We want you to know that we are here to really help you and to really um be there for you under any circumstance throughout your entire process. And at the point where we do have to make difficult decisions of, should we pull back a little bit more? Should we push forward a little bit more? We both know that we're on the same page and we can make the right decision for you in that moment. And you can trust that we have your best interests at heart. Because in the very beginning, we tell you, we are going to do everything in our power to get you back to training. But that requires trust. And that requires you trusting that we do have the ability to do that. Um, and that's why I think language is so important, not just verbally, just words, but also an understanding of the individual in front of us. So when we look at finding a PT in jujitsu, because jujitsu is such a unique 
unique activity, sport, hobby, being able to have somebody who is, you know, taking care of your health, which I think honestly is a pretty vulnerable thing is to put your health in someone else's hands. But a lot of times we don't, we um, have no choice and we don't take that for granted ever. We understand that the people that come to us are being vulnerable in a way of asking for help. And we really appreciate that and actually really respect our clients for doing that. But when you do have that trust in the individual that you're putting your health in their hands, um, it makes the process a lot easier. It makes it a lot more communicative. It makes it a lot more enjoyable. And then when you get to that point of getting back to training, our goal is to be able to have left you with enough tools and enough knowledge to be able to have that sustain you for as long as possible. So just a, a little, um, I guess, rant <laughs> about language and why I think it's a, a piece that is much deeper than just, hey, I understand what position you're in. We can have an easy conversation. There's so much more to understanding the culture and the actual life of a jujitsu athlete that it's imperative, I think, in my opinion, to to be able to to be able to access that. So, but anyways, um, thanks for listening to this episode of the Open Mat Social Hour. Hope you were able to take a little bit of insight, and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye.